The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is the four-man rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the Four Man Rush. I'm your host, Timmy VO, here with Kevin and Will, and we're going to talk about some actual action down in old Charlotte, North Kakalaki. The players are back on the field, and uh, they're uh, causing chaos on both sides of the ball, apparently. Uh, today was a uh, good showing for the defense after the offense had a good showing the other day. So, you know, uh, we're going to talk about that and all that good stuff. Uh, we're uh, uh, going to break down a little bit of the uh, action that we saw and uh, give you guys a little taste of it, man. The only, the only, the only way the four-man rush can. So, glad you guys are checking out our podcast. Glad you are with us. Hold on to your hats, folks. The four-man rush is on the scene. So, um, we'll start off with you and Kevin, you can uh, bring it on home and, uh, let's talk about some daggum Panther football fellas. Uh, Will, so give us, give us some, uh, some, uh, highlights or insight on what's been going on down in old Charlotte in the bubble. Yeah. You know, unfortunately we couldn't be there live. So we kind of got to rely on what the website feeds us or what the beat writers are feeding us and strap together and piece together information that we can from player and coach interviews and things like that but you know we'll take what we can get at this point we're just trying to get any football content that we can you know mm-hmm. considering the times we're in right now you know, but I'll start with the offense for what we've seen so far I mean Teddy's come out looking real sharp you know he's took control of this team he's getting grave reviews from everybody about his leadership qualities you know his discipline his knowledge of the playbook my favorite story was how he used Madden, he created Joe Brady's playbook in Madden and just kind of have a virtual type of way to practice and get those mental reps in. So, you know, these younger guys are just using technology to their advantage to try to continue to learn their playbook, understand coverages, understand the progressions and the route concepts. And he's working with Will Greer and P.J. Walker as well. And the advice he gave them was in his first game back last year against the Rams, we, so we know him from his 5-0 and run with the Saints as a starter. When he got to start, he was 5-0 and and didn't lose. But we forget that first game when he had to step in after Breeze got hurt, he had a bad day. So he's just telling the backup quarterbacks to be prepared like you're a starter every week because you never know when that opportunity is going to come. Because when he had to step in for Breeze, he wasn't prepared for that. And he admitted that he got embarrassed. He had to hear it from his family and friends. He had to step his game up. You know, when they saw the story after that, he was able to step in and go on that 5-0 run. So that's the first thing that you'll notice this week is just Teddy's leadership ability, running his team. Teammates all like him, coaches like him, and we'll see what he's able to do with his opportunity this year. Uh, the running back rotation is going to be an interesting story. Uh, the coaching staff really likes Mike Davis, but you're also seeing Jordan Scarlett get a lot of reps, Jordan, Reggie Bonifant getting those reps as well. So it's going to be a very tight 
competition for that RB2 battle that we want to look forward to. I mean, you got Bonifons at the probably the best hands out of that group next to CMC. Mm-hmm. Has that versatile skill set to run routes, you know, very fast, agile runner as well. So we'll see how that goes. Jordan Scarlett, you know, great contact balance. Become better as a receiver. We saw some clips with him in one-on-ones running routes and making plays as a receiver out of the backfield. So if he can do that, man, you know, he might be a guy to look out for. Because remember, we just know him as that power runner that can break tackles, great contact balance, get those yards after contact type guy. And then Mike Davis, I mean, he's 5'9", 225. It's the load. So we'll see how he does as well. But that $3 million cap hit, you know, is is that gonna, is his performance going to justify that? At wide receiver, I thought Farrell Cooper has been having a good week. Now, we already know the locks, DJ, Curtis, Robbie. But um, the depth is what we're looking at right now. And it's looking like, you know, Seth Roberts. Then you got uh, Omar Bayless, the undrafted free agents, having a great week. You know, showing he's a nice big receiver who was uh, came from Arkansas State, I want to say. So he's having a good showing as well to earn those try to get that one of those six receiver spots. So that's another competition we're looking out for. So the running back, backup running back, the backup quarterback, and backup wide receiver spots are just something we're all looking forward to this year. We'll see how that goes. Word, word. Appreciate that, Will. Ooh, buddy. It's going to be some good stuff, man. God, can we get these guys on the field? Kev, break it down, man. What you see, man? All right. Well, first of all, you know, just to you know keep everybody in, up to date with what's going on, uh, got some, got a few nicks going on around here. Um, you know, you know, everybody loves you know having a, a thousand wide receivers. So, uh, wide receiver Keith Kirkwood, he's out several weeks. Um, he's a Temple product, so uh, he's expected to come back and possibly have a chance. You know, with the uh, practice squad being extended to sixteen players now, it could be a place that he could possibly end up. Here, um, tight end uh, Tamarick Hemingway. Uh, he actually has a concussion and he's day to day. That's important to look out. Someone else battling for that third tight end spot. Uh, Omar Bayless has uh, had a little nick on his knee. And uh, linebacker Jordan Kazanski, um, his ankle. Uh, just looking over some notes here from some of these Charlotte Observer reporters. This one, particularly coming from, uh, let's see, uh, just want to give credit here. Jonathan Alexander at the Charlotte Observer, uh, he was quoted as saying, Matt Rule said that uh, uh, that with um, Bayless knee, it began to swell Monday night after practice. Uh, so it's not anything really to be, you know, really significant here. Um, you know, the rest of the players, you know, they're just riding bikes. And, of course, Hemingway is in the concussion, uh, concussion protocol here. So, you know, just give you a little injury update for those that's keeping track of everybody. Uh, you know, we also had a, uh, a in addition to the team, he's what to clear waivers. Uh, we picked up from the Dallas Cowboys off waivers, uh, defense end Jalen Jelts. Uh, he was a 2019 seventh round pick out of Oregon, 6'5", 256 pounds. Uh, he was first team all Pac-12 in 2018. Wow. Um, this, this guy, his, his numbers are pretty solid. Um, a lot of tackles for loss. Uh, plenty of quarterback sacks and pressure, so he's someone to, you know, just just to add into the mix. You know, with Christian Miller uh, opting out for COVID, you know, that opened up a spot. Mm-hmm. Now, due to the fact that he got to pass three COVID tests before being allowed, 
that's why our roster move hasn't been made to allow him to go on because right now we're still at our maximum of, of 80 players. But yeah, but now back to that actual football action. You know, I had to drop this in. Y'all know I'm a y'all know I'm an Alex Armour fan all day. And apparently Alex Armour had the block of the day today. Uh oh. They said that uh Alex Armour hit somebody so hard that oh. it was hurt fifty yards away. Oh. You know, so Armageddon is laying pass out there. Ooh. So, you know, for those of us that like seeing twenty one, twenty two personnel, mm. fullback, old mm. school, I don't like your mom and I'm running down her throat mm. too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, we popping pads up in here. Yeah. You know, that man, in his fourth year of this rookie deal, you know, hey, now's the time to, you know, make some noise. So shout out to my boy, um, Alice Armour for uh, laying, laying the biggest piece of wood today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll talk about the uh, offense. So, you know, I'm going to talk about the defense. The defense, uh, today's practice on Tuesday was definitely the uh, all about the defense here today. Uh, the defense forced three fumbles against the offense. Um Mm. You know, someone that rarely fumbles, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> you know, he got touched up from one. So, you know, anybody knows him, he's going to come back determined. I, I can imagine he's probably, you know, doing, you know, fumble drills now at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> knowing him. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Nope, got some assistant coach out there trying to knock the ball out of yeah. the hand right now, yeah. probably. <laughs> you know, but that's what happened with a franchise player late yes, nights and early mornings. Yeah. Um, but overall, just, you know, what from what we've been able to gather so far, you know, my boy, our number one pick, you know, first round pick, Derrick Brown, great picture of him, a great video of him with Paradise in one hand and wrapping up Chris McCaffrey in the other. You know, that's 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 what we want to see. You know, you know, dinner for two, you know, Derrick Brown, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, Brown man. table of two, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Exactly what it was. But uh, just over and around, you know, the defensive line, um, you know, the, all the guys, you know, Bravion Roy, you know, Kawan Short, F.A. Obata, uh, you know, you know, it's just a good day for these cats, you know, to make plays, which is what we want to see. They're saying Brian Burns is looking so far. I mean, we don't want to get too excited, but a lot of reporters saying the same thing. He, he looked like he's going to be a, a monster. I saw the term monster used by three different um meter people out there that didn't that's not for the same company so um they're seeing something that we're not seeing so folks uh Uh you know stay tuned you know Uh brian burns i mean i cannot get excited you know for the possibilities of what he can bring bring as well uh Mm. just just incredible Mm. you know jeremy chen he had a nice bounce back day because uh he was getting cooked on monday you know uh Will and some of the other fellas had plenty of jokes in a four-man rush chat about it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Chen was actually the one that uh, stripped McCaffrey for the ball. So, you know, if you want to make a comeback, that's what you do. You strip the ball away from the number one running back in the league to show that, uh, all right, I had my mistakes, but I'm back. You know, Let, let's go. And uh, So it's good to see, see the rookie had that type of impact. Um, the biggest surprise is probably at cornerback. We've had a lot of people um, ask about this guy. And, and Will, I'm going to let you jump back in to uh, speak about this cornerback here. Um, you know, give some more dimensions. I, I know he's 6'3", uh, been around the league since 2016. But, uh, you know, a lot of people wonder why he's got the black jerseys. For those of y'all that want to know why we're talking about 
that is that rule has made it where starters on defense wear black jerseys. So, you know, anybody from the college background know black jerseys on defense, that's significant. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, Will, if you want to come in and um, uh, talk more about the secondary, you know, that's more something that you're well versed in on the defensive side. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, there's one thing that was Brian Burns that peanut punch McCaffrey got the ball loose. The Jeremy Tim made a play in the backfield too, though. He um had it filled his gap fast and made it a tackle for a loss. Well, not the tackle, you know how they do it in practice. They two hand touch you, touch yeah. you up a little bit, wrap you up, <laughs> do it that way. So yeah. that's what happened on that end. But the secondary right now is a little bit of a surprise, and I think we Eli Apple got. Uh, sign everybody assumed he would just come in and start right away, but that's not the case. The starter right now is the way they're doing it with the black jerseys. You know, I've been able to piece it together based on you know the clips we've seen, the photos, the live streams. The defensive line is going to be right now. It's going to change obviously as you know guys perform in practice. But right now it's Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Stephen Weatherly, and Kawan Short as your front four. Shaq Thompson and Tahir Whitehead as your linebackers. It's going to be kind of a big nickel package with Jeremy Chin as a hybrid linebacker slash nickel slash safety. So the three safeties starting is Trey Boston, Justin Burris, and Jeremy Chin. Your cornerback is going to be Dante Jackson. And right now, holding that other spot across Dante is TJ Green. He's a third-year, fourth-year player out of Clemson. 6'3", runs a 4'3", 240. Mm. So you just see that highway speed that Matt Rule likes. You know, he's willing to take the gambles on guys that have that highway speed combination mm. and develop them, develop their technique, develop their situational awareness to just allow them to be starters, mm. quality starters. So that's the kind of way he recruited at Baylor. So when you see a guy like TJ Green with that type of highway speed combination, you know, those traits already are going to be attractive to guys like Matt Rule and Eric Snow that just do traits-based evaluations and hope that their coaching can develop them into becoming great football players. So, I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to start week one against the Las Vegas Raiders, but for now he's holding that number one corner spot opposite side, Dante Jackson, and he's gotten good um, reviews, I should say, from Trey Boston and Matt Rule and the interviews that they've done with the press. So it'll be interesting to see how that cornerback position plays out. I mean, you got Dante Jackson, he'll probably be a lock to be a starter, and then that opposite side, it's open competition. You got Eli Apple, you got the rookie Troy Pride, another rookie, Stanley Thomas Oliver. So who's going to take that opposite corner position? That's something to look out for. Now, when you look at them in one-on-ones, I want to be careful not to be too critical, because websites going to feed you what they want to feed you. You don't really get to see all the reps. Just because you see maybe Dante get beat on one one-on-one rep, or Oliver get beat on a one-on-one rep, or Troy Pride, and you don't want to overreact to that because you're not really seeing the entire practice. So we'll see how that goes. I think they had a good day today with a lot of PBUs. I haven't heard much about any interceptions or things like that. Well, you know, we'll see how they do. I mean, I think today was like Kev said, this was the defense's day to shine today after the offense kind of had a good start to the week. Word, word, right on. I'm man, I'm just glad you got them cleats on the field, man. Glad we got the cleats cleats on the field. Um any um any news from the from the uh, DJ, uh uh you know, Robbie, those guys? 
Yeah, they were getting good works with uh, Teddy. Um, Robbie, I saw he had a couple of great one-on-one reps against uh, T.J. Green and some other guys. Hmm. I mean, D.J. and Dante, that's always the heavyweight <laughs> heavyweight championship fight yes, for uh, Panthers training camp ever since they came into the league together. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, you know, D.J. usually gets the best of them, but this year Dante is getting his fair share of wins too. I saw him be able to break up a pass on one of the clips. I saw DJ got Dante a couple times, so, mm. you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, who else was in one-on-one shot? But I think the one-on-one guy, like I said earlier, Omar Bayless, he's been having a lot of success in one-on-ones, and Farrell Cooper. I mean, Farrell got Dante mm. on an out route on one play. So, was, I mean, he's hungry. He's going to try to make the roster. And then we just signed the guy from New Orleans, uh, Tommy Lee Lewis. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he's able to come in and try out and try to work his way into that wide receiver. Rotation as well. Word. But I mean, Curtis Samuel, though, I forgot to mention, he had oh, a yeah. great back of the end zone catch against Corn Elder. Corn. Cool. Teddy laid it right over Corn's outstretched arms. Mm. And Curtis had it in his fingertips, you know, batted it, bobbled it a little bit, but was able to catch the ball, grab it, snatch it right behind his head, get two feet down, and get the score. So that was kind of exciting as well to see him be able to make plays like that. Wow. Great concentration. Good job, man. Uh, Kev, I, I know you mentioned the D-line is just beasting people. What's up with the O-line? Anything uh, significant? Yeah, well, um, from what I read about, it seems to be a lot of rotation and players getting repped at both guard spots. Hmm. Uh, you know, you got, um, you know, we're seeing Dennis Daly getting starts, uh, getting reps at guard. Uh John Miller, the guy we got from the Cleveland, I mean, I think it was since, yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he's been getting reps at guard. Um, Showfield, I mean, you know, just just a lot of unknown to most Panther fans. Uh, just seen a lot of, you know, just distribution of reps so far from from what I've read. And, uh, you know, with, with typical training camp, you know, they win some, they lose some. Um, you know, I definitely would like to see you know, the biggest thing is, you know, how center Matt Paradis is looking. Um, you know, if you want to base it off <laughs> and, and highlight, you would think, uh, you know, nah, he's not, he's not, um, you know, he's not doing well. But that's that's Derek Brown. How often he's going to find face somebody, you know, like that, that talent on a regular basis. So, but I think facing a Derek Brown, we have him a lot more prepared versus what he had to face last year in practice, like a Vernon Butler. You know, that's a <laughs> Huge talent difference and, and level of aggression there. So, you know, facing a Derrick Brown will, will allow Paradise to get ready for the the, the Vita Veas and the Grady Andersons of the division um, that he's going to have to uh, likely face. Uh, but overall, I've, I heard that uh, that Moulton's having a pretty solid camp, which is good. You know, contract year. Typically, we know players like to excel. And if I'm not mistaken, I think, Will, you brought it to the intention that uh, – uh, the Panthers have actually started contract negotiations uh, with Moton's agent, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Moton's got the same agent, Joe Siegel, that Christian McCaffrey has. So they're in the midst of trying to work something out now. And keep in mind, I mean, we got all offseason to work something out. They could franchise tag them temporarily while they continue to negotiate to prevent them from leaving and then work out a long-term deal that nature as well. So. That's definitely a guy I can see them wanting to keep around. Okay, yeah. 
And then uh, with, uh, with the other left tackle spot by Russell O'Cone, he started having some back tightness, but he was allowed to um, get a lot of reps in on today's practice, I saw. So Matt Rose said he just wanted to ease him back in. And, um, you know, so far this was the most extensive work he got uh, so far at the very beginning of training camp, which is good. And uh, said that, the, uh, that he was looking pretty good out there as well. Um, he won his fair share of matchups against uh, uh, Brian Burns. I read, uh, I think I read in uh, one of the tweets. So, I mean, you know, hey, you know, with a talented, you know, player like Burns, you know, anytime you, you want to rep, even if you're a veteran, you know, it's, it's to be commended because uh, best believe me, Brian Burns going to get his fresh share. He done seen mm. how these defensive ends slash outside linebackers, you know, have been getting paid. So I, I think he's coming. So, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely something to look out for. But, you know, overall, I, like I said, I hate that we're not there. I mean, I love, you know, me and Larry, you know, we love talking about the trenches and, checking it out. So this just feels very weird not having that training camp access to, you know, see for ourselves, see the, the individual drills and things like that. So we just have to rely on, you know, as been stated, you know, what what the uh, media tweets to us and what's put out there. So, uh, you know, without any preseason games, this, this is definitely going to be something different, you know, not only for us as fans, but uh, for us as you know, the four-man rush because we pride ourselves and want to give you all accurate content of what's going on. So, you know, we're going to make the most of what we got and and push it forward. I know. Well said, sir. Well said. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, that was the big thing, just not being able to be at camp and have our own independent observations. We kind of got to rely on what the website feeds us and all the – these things, you know, I just yeah. miss being in Spartanburg, get that room in the Marriott, you know, go to Beacon, get your, you know, get your onion rings and your gizzards <laughs> and post-practice meal and <laughs> oh, yeah. sit there outside, you know, watch them boys fly around and play ball. But, you know, he's got to do it differently this year, man. <laughs> Hopefully it's temporary. Hopefully it's temporary. I know one thing, that we're, folks, we're going to have one hell of a product on that field. Even though, and, and you know, Larry mentioned that last week, you know, it's going to be a lot of mistakes made um, in the first couple of games just because these guys are, are, are fresh, to the, fresh to the NFL, so to say. But, man, when they make mistakes, it's going to be fast. It's going to be aggressive, especially on defense. And, and quite frankly, you know, that, that's, that's a great way to disrupt, disrupt the flow of things on the offensive side of the ball. And as far as our, our passing game, I can't wait to see Teddy live, man. I, I can't wait to see him flow. Just just to see him flow, man, because he got weapons and he's accurate. No no knock on Cam Newton, bro, but Teddy, Teddy, Teddy got a sweet-ass touch on his balls, man. No, no, no home. So, you know what I'm just saying? Sweet. Yeah, shout out to Teddy for the Twitter follow too, man. We ain't yeah, speak on it since then, bro. Speak shout out it. to our quarterback, man. We full support. We full Teddy Bridgewater supporters over here, man. Yes, sir. What's up, Tango Bravo? What's good? <laughs> TB, my man. Yeah, we, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, one uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is a uh, fan of the four man rush on said Twitter, man. He's uh we need to get more players on our on our uh, on our feeds, man. That's 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 good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Um, 
Any um any further news coming out of the uh, Panther camp, uh, Kev? Um, you know, just scanning over while we're talking, really nothing. You know, really, you know, it's uh, you know extravagant to really uh, add on to what we've already said. You know, you, you know, you got your players that signed. You know, this time last year, you know, Curtis Samuel was the was one of the brightest star. I mean, putting up daily highlights. You know, what I'm saying smoking somebody look like he he's really picking up right where he left off. So, uh, you know that that three headed monster wide receiver, I think is going to really uh, Ooh, really, you know that 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 eleven personnel package going to hit differently in 2020. <laughs> you know, I'm just <laughs> you know I just definitely uh you know look 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 forward to it and and you know I'm also interested in seeing how the uh, how things going uh, at the tight end position as well. I've heard quietly. You know, Ian Thomas is catching everything thrown his way. You know, that's that's a positive sign. That's mm-hmm. if anybody can take advantage of the wide receiver, it should be him. Mm-hmm. Like with the speed and with the playmaking ability they got, you know, stuff underneath gonna be wide open. And you know, Ted has no shame, you know, chunking that thing down five yards and going getting that yet. You know, so I, I you know, it's just, it's just nice to see um, players that's. Kind of been slowed a little bit, finally, you know, showing some some early promise. You know, again, we don't want to get too excited, but hell, you know, yeah. what we've been through in 2020, I'm I, I'm gonna get excited about what I've seen so far. You know, because you know we very well easily could be have nothing to show for it. So, you know, glad to know that up to date, you know, no Panther players did have tested positive for COVID. So shout out to everybody being responsible um, with with their decisions to. Put the health and welfare of the team first. You know, you know, we, you know, we we don't have them situations like they had up in Seattle. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's anybody trying to get lucky. Yeah, we we got players trying to sneak females, you know, up into the into the BOA. Oh, you know, we, we don't we don't we don't have none of those we don't have none of those concerns. Nah, man, stupid idiot. So. But yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Uh, players are off on Wednesday; they pick right back up on Thursday. So uh, by the time this drops and everybody's hearing this, you know the players will be uh, uh, will be back on the field. So you know, just check out the four man rush content, and we'll uh, you know, we'll stay you know dropping knowledge and um, keeping everybody informed as you know as we get the information and and uh, putting our own little you know spin on things. So you know, looking forward to it. Right on. Right on. You got to talk about what Matt Rule doing out here, too. I mean, he got the um, reason he want to give two days off a week is he did some research and analysis that showed that most training camp injuries took place during the first two weeks. He's giving players two days off in response to that. He's got massage therapists on site, all these different things. I don't know if it's part of his program that he had with David Tepper when he interviewed him, the sports science stuff, but he's real big on player recovery, muscle recovery, rest, things like that. It'll be interesting to see how that helps us with injuries throughout the duration of training camp and see if we can bring a healthy roster into week one. Mm. Other than that, you know, just hearing about how he's so energetic. If you get a chance, please log into the Panthers Twitter account and just watch Matt Rule run drills with the defensive linemen. I mean, Matt Rule, you just watch the D-linemen do their pad, their um, pad drills, and Matt, all of a sudden you just see a coach 
run right behind him, Matt Rule in there doing the <laughs> swatting and doing the spins and then tackle, taking down the tackling dummy. Yeah. Getting those players all hyped for that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a different kind of energy he's bringing to the table right now. The players love, love him. You know, he's bringing a new, trying to establish his culture and his way of doing things. And you just got to love what he's doing with this team right now, man. Mm. Really looking forward to seeing how he gets these guys motivated week one. Mm. Boy, I, I, I'm I'm excited, man. It's so it's like you got a brand new car. You can't drive that son bitch yet, man. I, I'm, I'm, boy, I'm just, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, boy, I tell you. Hot to Marty. It's like your first day of school, you got some, you got some, you got your brand new shoes, man. You can't wait to wear your brand new shoes to school, man. This is, boy, woo, let's go. Let's go. You know how it was, you had your outfit laid out a whole week for yes. your school? Yes. <laughs> yes. Iron that bad boy two days prior. Iron that bad boy. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So, um, any parting shots, gentlemen? Yeah, look, Panther fan base. Y'all got enough to worry about. Stop whining about things like jersey colors and practice, man. I mean, come on now. Get them. Yeah, I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah, and all I'm going to say is, um, you know, make sure y'all get y'all uh, stay tuned to the uh, Four Man Rush website. You know, we uh, we don't we don't update and made some changes as of today. So we're getting ready to um, uh, start at getting ready to, you know, piece together content and start putting, you know, our flavor of things back online. So we definitely, you know, want you fans to, to uh, you know, enjoy this, you know, take advantage of this change that we all making together. It's a little bit different for us. So we're we're adjusting because we take pride in what we do. So, you know, make sure you show us at the love. Check us out at www.dthe, the number four. Man, M A N Rush R U S H dot com. You know, make sure you come check us out. You can get all the social uh, social media accounts there, and you know, just you know, come along with us, man. We're gonna take this ride together. We uh, you know, our quest to win the the COVID twenty twenty. A ring is a ring, bitch. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, well said, man. Yeah, y'all y'all make sure you check out that website, bro www.theformanrush.com and of course you can check us out on YouTube, Twitter as uh, Will mentioned and Facebook uh, make sure you check out uh, uh, Kevin on Facebook Live on Tuesday evenings um, also YouTube, Facebook, Twitter oh Instagram <laughs> so yeah please come along with us y'all we, we we put together something nice, man. This this is this is gonna be unmatched, unmatched, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so um, this is what happens when you have COVID during the football season. <laughs> narrow down the content a little bit, man. It's all good though, man. Appreciate you guys checking out the Four Man Rush podcast. Um, again, like Kevin said, man, check out our website, check out our social media platforms, um, or, or our, our accounts. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, chime in. You know, you have some questions, shoot them our way. Um, I, I know Kevin and, and Will is ext- extremely responsive on, on on several platforms. So, you know, feel free, man. Feel free. We, we got the best content out there when it comes to the, 
Carolina Panthers outside of the Carolina Panthers themselves. Who knows? They might hire us too. <laughs> anyway, hey, be safe out there, man. Keep your hands clean. If your kids are going back to school, make sure they're all nice and safe and clean. And well, no, we'll we'll see you. We'll see you around. All right. Thanks for checking out the Four Man Rush podcast. It's your host Timmy Vo with Kevin and Will. Shout out to the Four Man Rush crew holding it down, and shout out to you Panther fans for sticking with us. You guys have a great day, great morning, afternoon, evening, whatever. And as always, keep pounding. Yes, hey, it's hard to be. It's hard to uh, talk about uh, highlight clips from uh, Twitter when you're not there at training camp to see and have your own observations. Like that. I feel you, man. You did a good job, though. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. You know, around the league, just a couple other news. I see uh, the Chargers, Melvin Ingram. He's not showing up. Uh, he get his contract satisfied. So Ooh, I guess like hope. Like, hold up, I was here before Bosa putting up numbers. <laughs> Say word. Yeah, you know. That's right. So, uh, Matt Wilson from the Browns uh, got hurt. Um, DeAndre Hopkins got tightness in his hamstring. Um, there's so many injuries going on around the league. Boy, then, uh, Gerald McCoy, Gerald McCoy uh, ruptured a quad, and the Cowboys cut him in it. Like, damn, that's a ruthless business. Damn, Gerald. Yeah, they were showing on Twitter the uh, the the last paragraph of his contract stated, <laughs> you know. Uh oh. So I was like, wow. Because uh, you know? he signed like a three-year, eighteen million dollar deal with him. So was it three years? Uh, yeah, it was three years, eighteen million. Like, like he really took a discount to play because you know for us it was one year, ten million. Yeah. So. Wow. But uh, I hope I hope it's not his last snap. But uh, you know. Long as he's been around, uh, Tim, you can tell better than anybody. You know, uh, you know, a quad in, in your thirties, brother, playing defensive line. I, Everything I you do is explosive. Never, never, but uh, uh, that's a that's a fight up here, bro. Bro, there's no way he can have that same explosiveness coming off the line. Now, now, quad is just. She love it. We out in public and weekends and chill with my partners. And we can go back to my crib and just chill out the covers and do we come in and you love us. The Foreman Rush is brought to you by the love and respect of and for the Carolina Panthers and Carolina Panther fans everywhere. Keep pounding. The Four Men Rush is a non-affiliate of the Carolina Panther organization. All thoughts, assessments, and content of this podcast is directly related to the Four Men Rush exclusively. Thank you.